Hey guys, so thanks for tuning in to the Manny Project Podcast. My name is John Meningas, and we are on episode number eight. It's a very, very special episode number eight. And introducing Alexandra Coliano. And uh, for those of you that don't know, she's an occupational therapist. And uh, yes, she's also my girlfriend. We've been uh, together for about five years, uh, known her for about six years. Uh, she's really intelligent. She's really smart. She definitely knows what she's talking about. Uh, she may not be in the exercise and personal training world, which you don't have to be to be on this podcast, but she has a very interesting perspective on uh, health, fitness, exercise, and most importantly, food and nutrition. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Take care, guys. All right, so welcome to another episode of The Manny Project. My name is John Meningas, and in front of me, I have Alexandra Coliano. So how long have we been dating for? About five years or so, give or take? Apparently, that's what we decided. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> On our third take, and obviously, we have a little bit of an icebreaker here. She obviously knows Ella very well. Ella likes me more. Ella does. Ella does like you more, as, but as you can see, she ran straight to me. And not she me. likes uh, she likes her strangers. She doesn't give up on strangers, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, welcome to the Manny Project podcast. Oh, thank you. You obviously know what I've been doing with this. I think she just wants to jump either on your chair or on I know you. She does. So you can you can pick and choose. Okay, Ella. <laughs> Is she trying to jump up? She wants to go behind you. Yep. So let's Ella? Just reposition everything that we just perfectly placed Ella going up there, there you go. go okay you can sit and she's gonna spin around probably for the video there we go and welcome to the Manny Project podcast Thank so you. now you have a, a guest now you have a I guest do. and now you have someone that's gonna like hopefully break the ice for you so you're good yes you're good Ella's giving me some comfort over here that's okay so again welcome thank you so I wanted to introduce you to the podcast because there's uh some experience that you've had over the last Jesus, like not even five years, because the last five years you haven't been in school. So, well, for the lot, the no. first of that five years you have. I started my master's five years ago. So again, exactly, actually, exactly, exactly five years ago. Yep. So yeah, exactly when you left. Exactly Nashville. when I left Nashville. Yeah, that's correct. So uh, welcome to the podcast. You obviously know what I've been doing with this. Don't worry about that. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> um, don't worry about that. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, talk about about um, some of the schooling that you did, uh, some of your background in school, uh, and the reason why you know about some health and fitness. Yeah. Um, so I did my undergrad degree. Ella <laughs> just whipped me with her ears, but that's fine. Um, I did my undergraduate degree at the University of Guelph Humber, where I yep. did kinesiology, and I got a degree and a diploma from both Humber and Guelph Humber mm -hmm. in the matter of four years. Um, I did the college side of it, so the diploma part of it gave me a lot of hands-on experience. So we yes. took on our own um, our own clients, and we had to personal train people. We did very hands-on labs, like VO two max stuff and Olympic train Olympic weightlifting, which yep. is. I remember you talking about Not some some people at the gym and like just walking them through exercises yeah. and showing them the machines and the bars. Yeah. So yes, I remember that. And then that. there was the theoretical side of it, which was the more University of Guelph side, learning anatomy, biomechanics, biophysics. I don't even remember what else I learned. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's applied to you very well <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, very well. And actually, it kind of um, does apply, but it's just not uh, in, a, in a health and fitness world. No, it's in a health, but not health and fitness world. 
Um, so yeah, so I did my four year undergrad. I was never a huge gym goer before that. Of course. I was into dance initially, but even that I only did like four years and I didn't go competitive. It was very like just very general casual. dance. Yeah, just casual hip hop and ballet. Um, two very opposite ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um so I felt very out of place when I was in my doing my undergrad because I had some very very big gym goers in my class and yeah, then we would have yeah. to do like vo2 max training and i was never the person that volunteered to be the uh the gopher the tester i was always the one like either at the computer or like note t- whatever it was that wasn't that didn't have to do you're the in the background test. doing the work yeah and uh there was someone else doing the work for you Yes, there was someone else that was our guinea pig that had to actually do their VO2 max because that would have been embarrassing. It would have been done in two minutes. Yeah. Um, two minutes? Not even. I don't even know. Um, yeah. So then I did that. And then I worked at National, but another fitness crowd. And I still wasn't really into... I, I remember John standing at the shoe wall with me. And you asked me, like, I don't know, what... Give me this type of shoe. And I was like, I... I don't those are actually know. pretty funny days because in those days, and it still kind of obviously applies to me like every day, mm-hmm. but I always get a new staffer that comes to me and is just like so raw and just has like no idea what they're doing. And I'm like, all right, so show me a running shoe. And then we always have staff that are just like, uh, uh, no, you asked no me for some form of like air or something. Or like and a I cushion in a shoe. Picked or up any shoe that looked like it had an air pocket, and you were like, no. no. Um, so, so I was never huge into like the fitness world, but I was still in the dance world. So not too far from it. Yeah. Um, but you knew about, but I knew, I knew about health. I knew I was educated in it. I knew what to do if I decided to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and I knew why and what, what happened with what exercise and the whole biophysics part, biomechanical part of it. Um, but then I never really started exercising until I actually started dating you. Yeah. And the funny thing, <laughs> I think the funny, there's so many funny stories about this because um, I remember one very vividly. And I remember that I was very regimented about like getting to the gym and like making sure I got my workout in. And then I didn't like, I tracked all of my workouts and I tracked all of my food. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing I remember was I used to be a 4.30 a.m. wake up. Yes. And a 5.30 a.m. start. Yes. And I remember you trying to like start right. to do that. I remember <laughs> I remember trying to partly break your pattern. <laughs> because Partly break it or so join the pattern because like you had no both. entry in. I think I tried to make you less rigid and then I failed. So I said, if you can't beat them, join them. And I tried to, to, to do it at... I don't think I was quite 5 a.m. No, no, it was. Was I? Yeah, it was. Because I remember picking you up at like like blue, blue in the morning. And it was like maybe about 5 in the morning. And the gym would open at like 5.30. So you would join me at like 5.45, let's call it. And for, for anyone who might know me at all knows I'm not a morning person in any way, shape, or form. But somehow you toughed it out. Somehow. I don't know why you toughed it out, but you did. I don't know why I toughed <laughs> it out either. So, yeah. I guess I liked you or something. I don't know. Um, but I did that. I don't know how long that lasted, going to the I gym. think it lasted for like four months. Maybe? Maybe about four months or so. That's, but it, that's, that's quite a 
quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even four months, because I think you ended up just joining like more gradually later on in the day as opposed to like 4.30. Yes, when you started going later on in the day, I was very thankful. Yeah, so when I went to like because, 7 or 8 in the morning yeah, or something. Because I'm because I'm not so much of a gym person, and even though I, I knew theoretically what to do, and I'd been taught it, and I'd even trained other people, I still was not comfortable going to a gym yeah. at all. Yeah, and I honestly <laughs> so have no I idea needed... why you were like thinking that 5 a.m. was probably the best time to join the guys at the gym. Maybe because there was like a uh, a quieter crowd. Maybe because it wasn't as busy. Probably. And less eyes. Yeah, a lot less eyes. Um, but at the same time, like it's still five a.m. in the morning. Like there's no there's no tricks. There's not nothing on TV to watch when you're on the the bike at doing your cardio. No, no people watching while you're on the bike either. It's very blind. It's very yeah. Yeah. But um, but I always felt that I needed someone to go with and someone who knew what they were doing yep so that's why i would tend to prefer to, and even still now prefer to go with you and then i, I wouldn't like i wouldn't like going and actually working out together because i was like Ugh, i don't want to make it seem like i'm working out with my boyfriend like couples thing, workouts like couples workouts yeah um and so we would quietly kind of be near each other and then every once in a while i'd give you a look like am i doing it right and you'd either yay or nay me and you would point with your fingers what i need to do <laughs> or just give you like a thumbs up and just keep going with exactly. it yeah, yeah and then anything that needed uh like lifting plates to put on a barbell that's when you would come in because yeah i would always be scared i'd drop it and make a fool of myself i remember grabbing barbells and i still did it up until a certain point grabbing barbells for you at the back of the gym and having to bring it up all <laughs> the way to the front of the gym because you don't want to carry a barbell with you <laughs> There's so too, I remember too many, too many or too long of a walk for error in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we can dig into the gym side of it a little bit more. Um, we already talked about this like prior to, but we're not going to dig into each of the categories like as severely as we think we will. Mm -hmm. But we'll dig into like some of the ones that are important to like, obviously, what's the reason why you're here. Right. So again, when it comes to like fitness, I think it's important to know that um, you sat in the car earlier. What was your advice? If you're looking fitness-wise, what would be your advice? Well, for me, I'm not looking to exercise or work out or train to be anything or to yeah. be to do a marathon or to look a certain way. Like I'm just doing or just, it for the know, health. Just yeah, to for the health feel aspect. Better to be healthier, just to in general, just exercise. Yep. Um, so for me, someone like me, I would say just do something during the day. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. For me, that's like I'm not. I don't <clears> look <throat> at oh, I did legs yesterday, so I'm gonna do arms today, or I did, I don't know, whatever it might be. I'm not as regimented in what I need to do that day. It's just whatever workout I've done in the past, and I feel like doing today, or a new one that I happen to see, and I. Well, let's try that. I'll do that. As long as it's something. Yeah. Whether it's 10 minutes and if it was an intense 10 minutes, great. If it was just a relaxed whatever. If it was sometimes I'll go with a full hour. Sometimes I'll do like a, I, just as long as I As long as you're doing something. Yeah. And I've yeah. noticed I've done that. I've been on that train since I've kind of always had that mindset. But in March, pretty much when the pandemic started, I, I started doing it a bit more. Because we all went through that first month in the pandemic where we were kind of like track pants, junk food, yeah, yeah. and like this is. I think everyone had month. that. Yeah. I think everyone realistically had that. Yeah, and then I guess when we all realized that it was gonna be more than that month or two, we're like, oh crap, we actually need to 
you know, do something. Do something. Yeah. Um, and then you had a bit more time. So then I, I, I kind of got on this train more consistently since then. And now I'm kind of in the routine where I need to actually do something to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like now I'm actually, it's part of my routine. But I started with, with literally doing, if it was just 10 minutes, maybe a circuit of two exercises just, just to get me doing something and to actually feel a bit of burn and then to want a bit more each time I do it. Yeah. So that was my... And one of one of the tactics I did was to... Sounds silly and it's so small, but if it was... Obviously, generally, if it was a day off or a weekend, when I would get dressed in the morning, I would put my gym clothes on. <laughs> Whether I felt yeah. like working out in that moment or not, I would put my gym clothes on because if I took those gym clothes off later on and I didn't do a workout, I'd feel like poop. Yeah. So that was my tactic and it actually worked. The funny thing is I think I know a lot of people that actually kind of share that tactic as well too because you need to, and it sounds weird, I know you're not a massive gym goer. No. So I understand that you don't have that like, that routine to get like amped up for a workout. Yeah. Uh, someone like myself, I am. So I have to have like some sort of compression wear to like make sure my muscles are more or less in check. But at the same time, like I'm going to wear something I'm going to wear it intentionally. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, wear my shorts. I'm going to have like a cutout tee because, you know, I may be doing more cardio. So I need to like sweat it out and not like wear the clothes that are like sticking to me completely. Right. Um, but getting into just your simple workout apparel can actually get you thinking, all right, let's, let's get into I the mood. Let's it. get going. Like yeah. I need to actually do something with this today. Yeah. And then if you take it off without doing something, you feel like crap. Yeah. You're like, I was very lazy today. Why didn't I do anything? Yeah. So that's so that was been, that was my tactic, and it worked quite well for me. Um, but yeah, I, and I just tried to find anything. I I I partly have my own knowledge of what I'm supposed to do from my undergrad, but I found that I was always kind of stuck doing the same things because I forgot about half of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> and, and to be fair, I mean, you were in school for it. But yeah. your, let's say even your current career right now, your current career doesn't necessarily deal with personal training. No, not in any Or way. necessarily, you know, guys that are our age at the gym. That's not what your no. current career is about anyways. But my, my current career is in, is in health fields, in healthcare. Yes. Um, and, it can, and it can be a very physical role because yep. I'm lifting patients. Um, and so that that's also over the last couple of years since I've been working that I need to exercise more to be able to hold some of these patients yeah. because they're quite yeah. heavy at times. And if they're going down, they're going down. Yeah. Um, so that's also been a bit of a motivator to get me a bit stronger, like to get a stronger core, for example, because mm -hmm. you need a core to move some some of these patients. Yeah. Um, but that didn't wasn't always the best motivator because I still didn't exercise that consistently. That's okay. And that's okay because honestly, um, part of the many projects is obviously talking to people that or having other people listen that don't necessarily put an emphasis on like making sure they go to the gym or having mm -hmm. a purpose as to like their yeah. workout. Yeah. Uh, but this is also bringing some awareness to those people to say, hey, you know, something, something as simple as putting on your workout clothes might get you to do a 30 minute walk outside. Yeah. Which and is some, more than... sometimes that's all it was. Like sometimes that was my exercise for the day, but at least I did some... And yeah. I also try to not... I'm, I'm very conscious of being sedentary for too long. Yeah. So I just try and just just move, do stuff that involves moving, stand, even if it's cooking and you're walking around your kitchen constantly. Yeah. Um, or making a lot of sourdough. Or making a lot of sourdough. <laughs> That'll keep you on your feet for sure. Um, then you eat it. 
Um, but yeah, but even even this whole gym goer thing, you don't have to be a gym goer to be that consistent in exercise yep. and do stuff. So, I agree. I like, agree. I was going to the gym with you, but I found I was only sticking to that like one day a week when I would go with you on a Saturday morning and I'd kind of be like, oh, I have to go again now. What am I going to do? I'm going to do this exercise and that. And then I'd forget by the time I got to the gym what I planned on doing. And then I'd be like, so it probably wasn't the most effective working out or efficient working out um, when I was going to the gym. So when the pandemic hit, my brother moved out and he took all of our dumbbells and our bench with him. So I didn't have any equipment, um, and I had heard that at your store everything was leaving the shelves. <laughs> so I, so I asked you to please get me some bands or like resistance bands or something to work out with, and you got me two sets of them. Yep. One with the with the handles. The handles at least, but and, there's two different bands. Yeah, and those three. Oh yeah, that's right. And then uh, and then. What was it two sets then? The I second got set was the loop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And so that, that, it was also the novelty of having something new to play with. Yeah. Um, that got me into the exercising, but just the simple things of having those bands. And I've come up with so many different exercises, and a lot of them have actually come from Instagram, which I know you've made fun of in the past yes, episodes for many of the reasons. Project. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but some of them are actually really good. Yep. Um, and having the knowledge that I have from my undergrad, I can I can kind of see which ones are the more efficient, effective ones, more the effective and proper exercises versus some other ones. Yeah. Um, and I've zeroed in on, on one person in particular who does like Pilates stuff, and yeah. she actually shows how to use. So she does an example of using the reformer, the Pilates reformer machine, mm -hmm. and then she'll show you how to use it with regular resistance bands. I had to do that same exercise with regular Using the resistance bands. bands. Let me tell you, that's been the last month, <clears throat> and I've that's been the best workout I've had since since March. Is our her exercises, just these simple bands, and they're actually harder than they than they look. Yeah, listen, I'm not judgmental of Instagram workouts. Sure. I am judgmental of Instagram workouts, so I'm not going to deny it completely. <laughs> but the reason why I'm you know, I'm against it is because a lot of it is, again, it's like a quick tile. It's a quick image and yeah. it's a quick video. And I get it. That's what I'm doing right now. Like I'm trying to like create some content. I get it. But you can't advertise that you're going to get 15 minute abs or abs in two weeks. No. Or a booty in three days. No. Like none of those things are all attainable. And that I 100%. That comes with time. Yeah. That I 100% agree with. Yeah. So yeah. that that's kind of my, my personal yeah. stigma with like social media and social media workouts because yes you can see an image of somebody but like that image took like six months eight months yeah. ten months worth of work it's not about 15 minutes so yeah. whatever you think is attainable in 15 minutes is not no so that that's my only gripe about instagram i agree there's just a lot of people doing that I agree. um so yes there are some definitely effective accounts that are out there but there are also just as many, if not two or three or four times more ineffective accounts. Oh, absolutely. So And that that's where that's where I'm able to that's where I'm able to use my past education and be like, what the heck is this person doing and what are they talking about? That wouldn't work or that might injure you. Yeah. Um but that's that's why I've kind of zeroed in on a couple. I've kind of sifted through a lot. Yeah. Um and so, so I found this one Pilates one. And what's I, your name again? Uh, you can pull it up. That's fine. I have to pull that up. That's cool. Um, but I know you've sent it to me. 
So, uh, so it's definitely worth bringing her up because you don't look at it. But it's well, fine. again, sometimes I'm busy. Okay. But I, th- I think it's important to share <laughs> because, um, again, not everybody listening to this is going to be someone that wants power lift or like no. throw a ball, you know, 80 miles per hour. So people her- that are going to be listening to this are going to want like a wide variety of like health and fitness aspects. So. Yeah. So her name is Eugen Choi Pilates on Instagram. And you guys will get to see this on uh, the video or the post. Um, I've, I've really liked her. I haven't done all of her exercises, obviously. But she'll usually post like um, a stream. You, know, you can swipe on Instagram in one post and there's yeah. like 10. Different tiles or so. Yeah, different tiles. So she'll usually do... Um, As you guys get to see my dog's Elizabeth, butt. But, um, I think she's eating my hair back there. No, no, she's not. Um... Yeah, she'll post 10 exercises and they'll usually be like a leg focus or a core focus or an arm focus or whatever. Sometimes it's, it ends up incorporating a lot like, more than just the one. Yep. Ella. I think she's trying to turn she's around. pushing me off the chair. She's trying to turn around. Um, there you go. So there we go. That's better. <laughs> um, so yes, her workouts. So yeah, so she does 10. And so I have kind of worked in doing a circuit. So I'll do the first five. And I'll do a circuit with no rest in between, and then I'll stop, and then I'll do that circuit again, yeah. and then I'll do the other half. And how long will that take you to get through the circuit? <coughs> Give or take? Uh, I've never timed it, but probably like... 15? Yeah, 10 minutes? 15 and a half an hour, depend on, okay. depending on what my... If I get distracted during my rest time or not. Yep. Um, or if I do more than I plan to. Um, but just the last few days, now that I know her, I've done her workouts a couple times, or the same few, I've kind of saved a couple on Instagram... Um, I've kind of gone back and forth between a couple videos and I'll do like three from one. So that way I'm doing like a whole body. So I'm not just doing core one day. I'm doing core and then I'll do a couple of little legs and then I'll do an arm one. Um, but I've really liked it actually a lot. I think what's, um, I've only seen her posts in kind of like passing. So I've Mm -hmm. seen some of the things that she shares. Um, and I think one of the things and the principles that I think I completely agree with that she focuses on is like core strength. Yes, absolutely. So oh core God. strength does not have to be sit-ups. abdominals. Yeah. And it does not have to be sit-ups. In fact, it's actually uh, the worst thing for you. It's it's pretty bad. So I, I think you remember uh, Mike when he came on the podcast. Yes. He talked about mostly um, that crunches were just archaic. Yeah. So it's focusing. It's and yes, bad. it's a good isolation exercise. I get it. And the aesthetic of wanting those things are good. But the function, which is the most important part to why we exercise. Yeah is the most important part so if you're not functioning properly and you have you know something that's not working in the chain that thing needs to improve so the core is not just the front abdominal muscles no there's your obliques there's some of your back muscles your core is your hamstrings your your glutes your glutes um and the one of the, the best exercises for your core is not flexing your your spine over and over again it's yeah. actually stabilizing yes um, so anything like, like if you're on all fours and you're doing leg lifts, you're actually also doing core because your core should not be flip flopping as you're lifting your leg. It should be strong and straight. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to make out with me. It's fine. <laughs> She's staring into my soul. Um, that's why I think her, yeah. her workouts are extremely effective because, yes. uh, I've seen some of the things that she does. And uh, again, I'm going to share some of these uh, videos and posts that she does. Mm-hmm. They're not easy. They're not no, simplistic I've fa- things. I've fallen over in my room before, which is partly why I do this on my own, because I look ridiculous. Sometimes, yeah, I, but... I can imagine. I, I can only imagine what you would look like in a mirror. Oh, my God. Because however you think you would look, 
I think I would look way worse. No, which no, is the funny the, thing. The funniest, and I can't believe I'm actually gonna say this, and people are gonna hear this in public. But um, uh, when I first started using the resistance bands with her specific exercises, yeah, I have like like a pole in my basement, so I would attach mm, it to yeah, my yeah. pole, and then you do like leg lifts from that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> and you'd be on all fours a lot of the time and doing like specific things. And uh, in the in in the transition movements, when I would relax and try and reposition, I would forget that I'm still tethered to a resistance band to a pole, and I would get dragged across my basement <laughs> floor with the with the resistance band still attached to my ankle. It's perfectly fine. Um, and I'd have to reset, and it would look quite ridiculous. So that's why I do this on my own without, without <laughs> anyone else or in public. Yeah, and I guess, sir, for the people that are listening to this, that either follow me or follow you. They know that we're like obviously two very different people. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to working out, obviously I'm a little bit more traditionalist, let's call it. So like I'll show like some of the things I'm doing at the gym maybe or here or there. Yeah. Um, but for your, someone like yourself, um, at a different stage of fitness and you value fitness and health in a completely different way. It's more about, like you said, more function. Yeah. Um, doing it for work specifically and making sure that you're stronger for work. Yeah. Depending on the stage of like your workout life and your fitness life and your health life, you don't have to have a gym membership to be doing something effective. Absolutely not. So and you can ha- you can use household items to honestly work out, or just have resistance bands, and you can do so many things. Like I didn't realize how until I started following some people on Instagram, I was like, oh, I could do that with the resistance band. Yeah. Like, I didn't think of even some of the things that you could do, or some of the ways you could tether it to a pole and do. I don't know. Uh, leg kick or yeah, uh, even deadlifts you fasten to the bottom of the pole and then you do a deadlift yeah or even something like uh something as simple as like your ab and adductors yes. there's definitely work that you can do with there's those bands that are simplistic but yeah. they're actually still very effective they're very effective and yeah. there's still three different strengths you can you can do two at a time and it's double that like you can there's actually a lot you can do with the resistance band so thanks for getting those for me you're welcome um, so yeah, again, you don't need to have a gym membership. You don't need to have, you know, the access to like a good life fitness or an LA fitness or even dare I say, uh, athletic or what is that other place? I can't remember what that other place is called. The big expensive place. LA anytime. No, I, whatever. It's uh, another big, it's a big, big one. Remember. It's a very big one. But anyways, you don't need to have a very big gym membership to like do something effective. No, absolutely not. Uh, so again, what was that, um, yoga Pilates account that you follow mostly? Uh, so I do. So I don't only do hers, but hers is uh, Eugene I mean, Choi Pilates. Eugene Choi, okay. And then I also do yoga with Adrian. She's very good. Yeah. I got my mom on it. Um, and then there's another person I don't remember her name. I haven't done hers in a long time. And who does like? She calls it high intensity interval. I would argue that it's probably not <laughs> technically high intensity interval. This is training. also why I dislike Instagram. Right. However. <laughs> I've done like a couple of her like shorter, more efficient, high intensity, as she calls it, workouts. For me, they get my heart rate up. I sweat through it. Yeah. So it does what I need it to do, but it's probably not a textbook high interval. Yeah. And again, it depends on your level of uh, fitness. So so for for someone. For me, it worked. It's just high intensity. It's just doing like a circuit, 45 seconds on, 30 seconds off kind of thing. Um, Yeah. But it's 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 like fast paced. exercises that you're doing again i think it comes down to like your perspective so just be honest about like who you are and where you're at in your Mm -hmm. fitness world because you're gonna have someone like yourself that's a little bit more 
Not necessarily a beginner, but that doesn't want to take this too seriously, but wants to yeah. be active. Just want to be active, be healthy, and not actually trained to look a certain way or be a certain thing. Yeah, and again, just getting out of that sedentary lifestyle, uh, whether that be, you know, because of COVID, whether or not you're working from home and you just don't have that ability to get out, uh, sometimes you need to do something at home. Yeah. So sometimes you need a quick 15 or 30 minute workout, Yeah, which will be effective. But again, I, I would strongly advise that it's not, you know, crunch based or like no. body part based, whether it's like an ab or like your booty or your glute workout. Or just even walking. Like even <laughs> my, 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 one of my jobs at the hospital is walking everywhere. Um, you're either running to go see a patient and then when you're walking with a patient, you're really slow, but it's, it's. You're on your feet all day long. I'm exhausted after after working at the hospital. Yeah, no kidding. But um, uh, but even yeah, even just walking and just being just being off your butt. Yeah. is probably the most important thing. Just do something. Yeah. Is what I say. Do you have anything else that you want to add to um, the workouts? I know we're gonna talk about some of the things we some of the pillars of like my podcast, but uh, mm-hmm. in regards to working out, do you have any advice? That you would have for let's say the home workout person that wants to start working out that wants to get some training in but mm-hmm. has no idea what they're looking for i don't know <laughs> just, nice just get active just, is, what just your, do, is your yeah, message just, just, that's your that's the most important thing you want to say will help um as obviously as long as it's not an unsafe exercise yeah um but uh just literally do anything just get off your bum and do something um, it could be the simplest exercise, like walking, like I said. It could be a 10-minute something. It could be two exercises that you do, but just yeah. do something to make yourself feel the burn, and then eventually you'll want to do more. Yep. And for someone that's in your industry, in your field, not only do something, but also do something. And if you have to, do it, but do something to the point where you can actually see yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, record yourself if you need to. You. Um, just mainly so that you can actually see whether or not you're doing something correctly. Oh, physically seeing yourself. Yes. Like in yeah. front of a mirror or having your phone and recording you something just to make sure your, your posture is right and you're doing things correctly. Yeah. And that certain muscles will get activated. So you're not actually overcompensating for a workout with your quads taking over in a squat, mm-hmm. but that your glutes are actually firing. And that's, that's all of us. That happens all the time. And that's why you do some of those like isolated <clears throat> exercises to wake up your glutes and then you can do a squat where those muscles will actually turn on and your quads won't take over and want to die. Yeah. So you have, uh, sorry, you have the long cables with the handles. Yeah. And you also have the loops. Loops. So what are some like basic things that someone can do with the loops to kind of get like the legs and the lower body kind of like activated and warmed up? Um, so the loops are good because you can do a lot of just the simple leg lifts that most people know, like the when you're on all fours, you're doing like kickbacks or just like, yeah, that's the one thing that popped in my head so far. But you can just or like sidewalks or sidewalks. You can just wrap it around your your ankles or your or your thighs, and you yep. can do that exact same exercise. And now all of a sudden you've added resistance to it, and it's harder than it was. Yeah. Um, it's honestly so simple. Or even even just doing like I was telling you earlier in the car that the one most simple exercise <clears> that <throat> absolutely kicked my butt this morning was literally sitting in a chair, and I had my I had my resistance bands in my hands, and I was doing externally rotating each arm so yep. pulling away from the body yeah to activate my my uh 
Tara's minor and major? Tara's minor and major, yes. To be technical, yes. <laughs> um, by the eighth rep, I was I couldn't do it. Yeah. Clearly, I don't turn on my Terry's minor and major, which is why my posture is. But then, at the same time, remember, there's a lot of people that are out there that don't work on those things that will continuously do just one yeah. lift to negate it. Yeah. So they might do like a chest press, or they might do a push up, and they might be very well at those things, but you know their posture is going to suffer as a result of that. Exactly, you'll roll in, which I've I've noticed recently that my shoulders are starting to roll in, so I'm doing more of those external rotations or like pulling exercises instead of pushing yeah to get you back to get me to sit straight again yeah um yeah so that's definitely a lot about the um fitness and exercise world um let's talk about some other things so let's talk about uh we've talked about health fitness exercise uh recovery how do you treat recovery <laughs> in a small sense um at the moment not very well <laughs> Um, I, u- I used to way back in the day, love to stretch. <clears throat> okay. Um, that was back in like high school and I was dancing and I was very flexible. So I enjoyed the flex. Like, I hated dancers because you guys are always so flexible and you guys made it look so easy. Very. I was very flexible. So, so easy. I probably wasn't the strongest, but I was flexible. Yeah. Um, so now I'm the opposite. I'm stronger, but I'm less flexible. And because I knew how flexible I was before, and I see you kind of lean on it. Uh, yeah, I, I see how <clears throat> not flexible I am now. And so when I stretch, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that work. So now it's very discouraging to stretch. But actually, today was the first time in a long time that I ended with my stretching. So how long did you go for? My stretches? Stretching wise. Yeah, stretching wise. Probably like 10 minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Long. That's fine. But it's better than I have been doing. So it was good. Yeah. Um, but in listening to, I was getting really discouraged because I felt really tight and I was so discouraged and I hated every time I tried to stretch and how awful it was compared to what I used to have. It's so sad. Um, but then when I listened to your podcast with Mike, actually, mm-hmm. he mentioned that, and I probably, I think I knew this, it sounded familiar from um, school, but he mentioned if you stretch in increments, so if you do like five to six seconds stretch, and then you relax it because, and I do remember this from school, um, because the, the receptors in your muscles, once they're stretched for a certain amount of time, they try and they have a protective uh, Fight or function, flight and they'll try to like lock and they up. Try, and they try and contract back to prevent your muscle from stretching because in the muscle's mind, you're about to tear your muscle. Yeah. Um, so it tries to contract. So if you only stretch it within that window before it tries to contract itself and then you rest and then you try and go further, it's actually more effective. Yeah. Actually, I did it and it worked. You have so far. I feel looser. I don't know, um, but uh, my my hip flexors specifically are very very tight. Um, I was getting low back pain from it because it was tilting my it was pulling on my pelvis, uh, pelvis and it was pulling going it forward into interior tilt. Yeah. So my lower back was always arched. So if I was like slow walking, like in a mall, for example, is the best example. Uh, my lower back would be in so much pain. Mm. Um, and I've noticed since I started doing that form of stretching, um, specifically to my hip flexors, and I've also been exercising and doing more core work, so my core is tighter and able to hold. And your muscles are also core. probably starting to like get fired and like exactly start building some duration in exactly. It. So it's a bit of both, but definitely stretching the hips, the um, hip flexors helped a lot. 
And I did exactly that. I did the six second stretch, relaxed, and then six seconds again and relaxed. Um, and it, I, it actually, I didn't get as discouraged because I actually, each time I did the next six second set, I would go a bit further and a bit further. Yeah. Whereas before I would just sit in a painful stretch for like the 30 seconds. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why does this hurt? <laughs> I think for someone that has your background, I think it's also important to probably tell some of the listeners and the viewers mm -hmm. why it's important to stretch. But come on, you don't even know why it's important to stretch? To stay loose. <clears throat> come on. That Anyways, <laughs> the importance of stretching is basically to allow the muscles or the, the joint or the area basically just to like alleviate. Um, typically, when you obviously work out, you're tearing a whole bunch of muscles. Um, you're micro tearing your muscles. You're doing very many micro tears, but at the same time, your muscles need an opportunity to relax and get back to like its homeostasis, its, its mm. natural form. Correct. Um, that so, is correct. Good job. So typically, when you're tearing your muscles, um, you know, I see a lot of people go to the gym. They work out for like an hour nowadays mm -hmm. because of good life uh, hour appointments, but they'll work out for an hour mm -hmm. and put absolutely zero value into like cool stretching down. and the cool down. The cool down is extremely important. It's, it's, um, that, there you go. It, it's very important. But specifically, I remember mostly from a heart perspective. Um, even if your heart rate goes <clears throat> super high during a workout, I mean, you still want to stay in your in your, your right rate, zone, your right zone, whatever the correct terminology is. It's slipping my head at the moment. Um, but the more important was how fast it it came back down. Oh, so we're talking about heart rate variability, eh? Sure. Hmm. Um, Something which I talked I, about with whoop. I do. Yes, you <laughs> Um I don't track my heart rate really. That's cool. I, that's I, cool. I, I know that's a little bit don't. too much for a lot of people to do anyways. I also just, I don't have a means to do it and I don't want to have to count each time. Like I know how to do it manually. Yeah. I checked it randomly manually, but I'm like, eh. <clears throat> um, but technically the, the, the rate that it, it recovers is actually the most important piece. Yeah. So the faster it gets below a hundred is the, is better essentially. So even yeah. if you're super high or whatever, as long as it gets back down and within like five minutes, I think it was. Or the close, the faster you can get it back to your resting heart rate, then even yes. better. Yeah. But yeah. really you need to get it below a hundred is so that your, your, your fight response is not still active. It's yeah. more the relaxed response. Yeah. Your parasympathetic nervous system is That's kicking in. That's the word. See? Yes, the whoop has taught me a lot. Your parasympathetic and your sympathetic systems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's very important to stretch. Very, very important to stretch. Yes, I need to I know we kind of digress from that. Um, but to go back to like some of the people that, you know, may have any specific injuries or specific ailments or like achiness or pains, um, how has stretching helped you? Obviously, you kind of talked about it with your... Uh, your back and your hips. Well, it's often a muscle imbalance. So typically any, I mean, any musculoskeletal pain, not any, <clears> but a lot of musculoskeletal pains are because of a muscle, muscle imbalance. Yep. Aside from tears and that sort of thing, like just regular. Uh, it may be aside from tears, but a tear, tear is a also tear, an add a to tear it. Tear could happen because of a, of a muscle imbalance. Yeah. Um, but, but usually it's that something is overdeveloped and something else is weaker. Yeah. So the one thing is very tight and pulling something in a different direction, but the other one, the other muscle on the other side isn't weak, isn't strong enough to combat it, which is what the issue was with my back. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Very important to stretch then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we talked about, <laughs> nice. We talked about recovery. 
Um, obviously, I can keep going all day, but uh, there's another reason why I have you on this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it's probably the last reason, the one of the last reasons before we end the podcast mm-hmm. is uh, nutrition. Mm-hmm. So we obviously eat in different ways. Yes, we have uh, different things that we follow. We both love food. We though. both love food. So uh, let's talk about some of the ways that we eat. So we both have, again, remember, we both have very different purposes. So mm-hmm. you're more into like the function and like making sure you're able to do it every day. And enjoying for work. my food. And enjoy your food. Hey, I still enjoy my food. Sure. Um, but again, so talk about some like just the basic standard beliefs that you have on food, uh, especially when it comes to like health. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't think anything specific about food. Because you don't follow any diets. You're not following follow, low carb, high carb, none no, of that BS. I, so I don't. That's good. I don't believe in extreme dieting. Um, and I don't think it's super healthy to cut out full food groups. Yeah. You don't believe in even uh, fad diets. So no, like you were doing keto. And yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I just went with it. Yeah. Um, I, I, cause I, I, Partly because I don't know that it, they're always the healthiest because you're cutting out big food groups that you're that that do give Your you certain needs. things that other things won't give you, um, and then also how sustainable are these diets? Mm-hmm. So great, you've lost all this weight or you feel better or whatever, and now what? Yeah. So what are you gonna do with it now? What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing is maintaining such a diet and, and you'll probably end up close to or back to where you started. Yep. Um, but then also food is a very social thing. Mm-hmm. So I find that if you're on an extreme diet, it's very hard to socialize, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds silly, but food is what brings us together. And, and this is probably where everyone's realizing that I'm a huge foodie and I love food. But it really is what brings people together. And if you have someone who can't eat, it's different if you have an allergy or whatever. That's obviously very different. Yeah, or if you have celiacs. Like, yeah, but, I if, totally understand. but if you're choosing not to eat certain things and then if you go to someone's house or you go to a restaurant and it's hard for your for us to pick a restaurant because of these certain <laughs> things. or You don't know a lot of people like that. Or... Um, or it's hard for someone to cook for you. Like if someone wants to have you over for a dinner, yeah, it's hard for someone to to try and figure out what to make for you, and it's stressful because when we get together, there's always food around. So yeah. if if you if you can't have the food, you're probably less likely to try and get the together. Which, which I've found some people would disagree with me, but I find that food is often the link, and it's also a conversation starter. You can bond and talk over the food. Yeah, I I think the social aspect of food definitely Mm -hmm. exists. And for someone to like adopt a very specific diet, whether it be keto or low carb, high carb, low fat, high fat, like whatever the diet is. Yeah. It's obviously hard to engage around that type of food. Yeah. I I could totally get it. So the the social aspect of it is definitely important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, all of us have like a different perspective. And if you do have a health condition, then by all means, like Absolutely. stick to it. Yeah. That's what you have to do. But-, but, I, but I also find like if you're on these extreme diets, like having some variability to be able to be social. So like break it for 
the one week, day that you're out two days yeah or like the one day that you're socializing with people then some people would argue that snowballs into every day <laughs> but then again that goes back to my first point of how realistic is it to maintain that diet then yeah right so my thing with with eating and food and i love food i can eat a lot of food no, um oh well, yes i can <laughs> i i you can't just, be hungry <laughs> i just yeah if i'm starving i eat less it's yeah great. um my thing is moderation so like, and it sounds so simple, but it's, it's true. Like everybody over consumes everything. So instead of having, like, don't have meat every night, have meat once or twice a week and then have fish. And then, so there's that sort of moderation, but then even on your plate, just having like, maybe don't go for the second bowl of pasta. Like just, you can enjoy pasta more often if you're having it in smaller amounts. And if you also have protein in the same meal or in the same day or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's more how i think of food like so that way i enjoy all parts of food but i limit it to whatever we're supposed to be eating or i try to yeah that's more my thought of food and then that way you're not you don't feel bad because you ate three bowls of pasta yeah because you haven't had it in however many months yeah um yeah that's how i think of food but when i met you (laughs) This is where it gets funny, guys. You were very rigid. I was very rigid. And honestly, that's not just on food. That was also on like... Everything. Everything. Yeah. What time you went to bed. What time you went to the gym. I'm even rigid about what time you went to bed. But it was like... You went to bed early because you were getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that I was trying to get a lot of sleep. It was just that I needed to be up at a certain time in the morning. Yes. Um, Which, by the way, I will say... When I did wake up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. whether it be for the gym or not, which most of the time it was obviously for the gym, yeah. that was literally when I felt the most productive. So Yes, because you're a morning person. You wake up and you're like, hi, whereas I wake up and I'm like, Arr. You need an hour, yeah. Um, but yes, I will admit I was very rigid, which is yes. the reason why I have you on the podcast yes. because I wanted to like introduce... Um, honestly, I'm not perfect. I have faults. So to give you guys some history and some context, tell them just how rigid I was in some things. <laughs> You're very rigid. Like you <laughs> When we first you, started dating. Yes. I have obviously changed you, since. You meal prepped, which is not a bad thing. You meal prepped every Sunday for the week, but it was often the same meal. Yes. And you didn't you didn't <laughs> waver from it. So now I can we you can never eat meatloaf because you ate it to death. Yeah. So, so back in the day. Yeah. I used to make um, meatloaf to the death and I could not eat meatloaf anymore. Ridiculous amounts. Um and sometimes it was kind of hard to go to a restaurant with you. Mm. It it was unless it was one of your Unless cheat it was on a cheat day. Yeah. So it had to be the right day. <laughs> Still social on that day. Yes. <laughs> Um, but then when you did do the cheat day, it was like eat it all and everything. Mm, that was the good days. So you'd like binge eat on. Those were the good days. No. I remember. Um, so our first date was going to Burger Priest. That That's was our correct. first date. However, I had been doing that before we even, we even dated. And this was actually before you even knew me at that point. I knew you for a year before that. But that was in that stage of like. Remember how you started at National and you didn't see who I was before? Yes, I only knew you as who you are now. Yeah, basically. so 
basically I would go and always get a burger with two fries, not even one fry with two <laughs> fries because it was my one day that week where yes. I felt I could indulge. Yes. So which, that week I did indulge. Which you still kind of do. You just indulge a little more often now. But but when you have, if, if you, you're kind of a, if you, if you, if you ate junk food that day, it's like, well, this day's done. I'm just going to continue having junk food. Before or now? You still kind of do. To like, some like, degree like I do, Like the other yeah. day you degree. had, you had, mm, like, I remember that day. am I allowed to say? Yeah, I don't care. You had like two pieces of pie and then we went for DQ. Mm, wait, like, two pieces? Oh, that's right. The yeah, banana cream pie? Yeah, oh, that you cream had pie two was pieces so and then, and then we went for Dairy Queen. Now, <laughs> I... However, I, I, I worked that off beforehand, so... I, I can reason getting it fair, in. but <laughs> sugar is not obviously, the best thing obviously, for us. Obviously. Whether it's worked off or not. But the one thing, I mean, I'm not, I don't have a sweet tooth, so I can easily stay away from sugar. I like salt. Yeah. Um, but for me, I personally don't like banana cream pie, which I felt really obviously. bad about. But anyway, um, so I didn't have the pie and therefore I could have the Dairy Queen <laughs> I had both. You had two pieces of pie and the Dairy Queen in the day. Listen, I had to so, eat up that other piece so of pie that you had. In my head, have. you can't just enjoy that one moment you had and then move on from it. You, yeah. you kind of keep going with it, whereas I mm. enjoy those small junk food things, not even mine things, potato chips. I, I probably have potato chips more often, but I have less of it. Yeah. So that's more my thinking. Less of it? Maybe not chips. That's a bad example. That's the only thing that I indulge in. Sorry. Okay. So to give you guys perspective, I was extremely, extremely rigid. Yes, I would meal prep. Yes, to some degree that took me out of being social because yes. again, that it Saturday also, or the also, Sunday. It also took up the one day you yes. were off and then I couldn't do anything with you because you were meal prepping and I was like, well. Well, we still did things. I just had to do it after I meal prepped. Like, and the meal prep would take me hours, though. Correct. Yeah. So, so we still did things. It just wasn't on, like, the regular time. Right. Yeah. So I was I was extremely rigid to that degree. Yes. I, I had to be factored or scheduled in. You weren't scheduled <laughs> in. However, um, yeah, I was very rigid when we first started dating. Somehow you made it all the way through. I have no idea how. Somehow I did it. Somehow, Somehow I broke you and made you less rigid. I think what I learned the most from you was that yes obviously balance is key but it sounds so simple to say that balance is key but balance you can still work a harmonious balance into whatever you want to achieve however you want to get there whatever you want to do mm -hmm. and still do the everyday things so for example we go back to that pie day which was like what that was last couple days ago oh no it was only on monday yeah it was a couple days ago um no, i feel as if now um Obviously, you've been with me five years. I've experimented with a lot of diets. Yes, you have. I've been up and down, but I've adopted to some things that work mm -hmm. for me. Um, but I feel as if I can get those things in because, like I said, I've gotten the work in. I've done the yes. work to say that I can have this piece of pie. That's I can fair. have a second piece of pie. Piece of pie. <laughs> you can still have those. Piece of pie. But I think it's important to be realistic with like how you're going to be able to get that off. So if you're not fair. going to be... And Fair. you're just going to eat the two pieces of pie. That's one thing. Fair. But the fact that I fasted that day, the fact that I had a pretty strenuous workout that day, like I'm always going to find a way to <laughs> get it out. Fasting. What about fasting? You know I fast. 
I know you fast. That's another thing that you're fairly, well, you're not as rigid about the fasting as you were about everything else when we first started dating, but you can be fairly rigid about fasting. I can be, but where, for... Where, where if I wanted to go for breakfast one day, it's not it's not possible because it's way too <laughs> early in the day. And God forbid we go for, for breakfast one day. We have gone for breakfast before, but... Before you started fasting. Yeah, I, I just didn't appreciate the breakfast because for anyone that knows what breakfast is... It's your breaking fast, I know. It's breaking fast, but so I get it. But what is... is like when we go for breakfast, o'clock. what is breakfast? What would we get? We'd go to Wimpy's. Okay, that's fine. Go to Wimpy's. Sometimes we went to Friends, but we only really went to Friends afterwards. Yeah. So we went to Wimpy's primarily, and then we also did like Bagel World and like... We did Bagel, and we did Boom a couple times. Boom Breakfast, which is awesome, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would we get when we went to go get breakfast? We would get eggs, potatoes... How many eggs? Bacon, well, two to three. Okay. How many pieces of bacon? Three. Two pieces, two maybe three. three, whatever. Sometimes some sausages... You would get Two the sausage three. and the potatoes. The potatoes. You'd have toast, which you didn't eat, which I is didn't fine. Eat. I get a side of pancakes yes. instead of the toast. So you get side of pancakes, one or two. So the reason yeah. kind of why I go into fast is because, yes, I still work out in the morning. I'm, a, I'm a very much a workout morning guy. But at the same time, for a lot of people and myself especially, I don't think it's necessary to have food, that much food in your system at that time no, in the day. No, but we wouldn't... We, you won't do that kind of breakfast every day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a once every so often. Of course, and it's not really often that you're going to cook a no, full like breakfast. No, like my, my breakfast, especially on a work morning, is literally an oatmeal muffin. Yeah. That you would probably laugh at. You could probably <laughs> eat in two bites. Yeah. But I need something in my stomach because by... I mean, even with breakfast, by 10 o'clock, my stomach's growling. But if I didn't eat... I would be on the floor. Yeah, and I think this is where we are both very different in that sense. Mm-hmm. We both love food, but for you to not have food would be like, you'd go crazy. It's, it's, I get hangry. You would get very hangry. You'd get very I emotional. Get very you would grab my emotional. arm. Some, you have grabbed my arm sometimes <laughs> and said you need to get I'm food. I'm hangry. Yes. So again, you, for me, I just don't want to be suspect to the schedule of food. I want to consume when I want to consume. But you are suspect to the schedule of food because you only eat past a certain time. I get it. Like, I'm only in a certain window. Correct. So I have a feeding window. Correct. So, let's call so it. it's scheduled. So, I am scheduled, but I don't want to adopt the norms of, oh, breakfast is at 8 to 10 in the morning. Lunch is at 12 o'clock but, to 2 o'clock in the morning. Dinner is at, like... But why? Why? Because, again, for breakfast, being myself in the morning, you don't need, not necessarily that big breakfast, but you don't need 300 calories. You don't need no, 400 calories. My muffin's probably like 100 calories. Yeah, I know. It's a small muffin, <laughs> but still. something for to, me, to settle your stomach. And uh, part of the reason why a lot of people go to fasting is it allows your body to come... Heal. Heal. It definitely comes to let your body heal. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, your body's not really working on processing food it's all around the clock. It's working on everything else. It's working on everything else it needs to do. That. So, um but it's also working on making me feel extremely hungry if I yeah, didn't I, I didn't eat. I think that comes down to the person. Yes. The purpose um and how it's effective for that person. However, so, we cannot go to a restaurant before 6 o'clock. What? 6 o'clock p.m.? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm a little bit more balanced. <laughs> Than I used to be. 
So yes, if if you really like, if like for example, if we're having a family function and it's at two o'clock, you'll eat at two o'clock yes. with everyone else. Even that barbecue we had on Monday, like I yeah. still ate if, at like twelve you, o'clock. If you didn't, I would be very annoyed. Of course, and I understand <laughs> that there is a social food of it. I get. Yeah, it. you need to you need to be able to adapt with the people that you're around, basically. Like I think, not not always, but just because it's nice too. I think what's kind of important coming out of this is uh again you can be very rigid if that's your goal of what you want to be Mm -hmm. so if you do want to be rigid and you don't want to be social and you don't want to eat what people are offering because there's carbs in it Mm -hmm. like you can do that yourself 100 percent. yeah but and and to some degree i was that person sometimes i wasn't that person all the time with you i was that person sometimes at the beginning you were that person most of the time most of the time yeah i think if you're in the fitness and exercise world and you you know, or competing for a show or... That's different. I get it. I get it. If you if you're that's your sole purpose, yeah. then abide by those rigid rules. Yeah. But for someone that's now, you know, Just, nine years in this world and like has seen the rigid side of it and has seen the balance side of it, like just break the rule if you need to. That's totally yeah. fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it because you can go back to it the five or six other days and just have that one day, have that two days, and there's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong. Just just live and do what you want with yeah, and, moderation. And I think also, kind of sounds weird, but back when I was like in that training world, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I, I called those days cheat days. Yes. But I think it's important to not label it as a cheat day. Correct. Because if you label it as a cheat day, you're just, you're consistently telling yourself that that day, you're going to let it go. Right. But it doesn't have to be let it go. It could just be moderation. Correct. So instead of having a whole bag of chips, like I know some people can, it would be having a half a bag of chips. Right. Maybe a bowl and you of can, chips. And you can you can you can um, satisfy that craving more often in smaller amounts. Yeah. So you can have chips enjoy, twice a week. Yeah, and enjoy your day to day. Like like if you really want something, have it. Just don't have two pieces of pie and then an ice cream. Listen, just have... I had two pieces of pie because it was delicious. Just have... I'm not denying it was... <laughs> well, it was banana cream pie, so maybe... Whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, just enjoy day-to-day eating, but in that's always my thing is in moderation because we don't... Life is short. Just eat what you want. Yeah. But in a healthy way and also just honestly really enjoy the food that you're eating absolutely that's that's the big thing though that's a, lo- a lot of people eat because they have to which i do not understand what do you mean like they they just eat like they don't pay attention to what oh, they're you just eating mean they, they mindlessly take, eat yeah or not not even mindlessly eat like they don't enjoy the meal that's in front of them they're literally uh, just it's more about the quantity it. no it's just eating it because they have to eat because you have to eat something okay which i don't under i don't personally don't understand like i if I'm going to eat something, I'm going to eat it properly. I'm going to eat it right. So I'll take the time to make it and I'll take the time to cook it hmm. properly with the right whatever. Yeah. And I mean, we can go into like, we can go into big circles about like, are you talking more about the cost of food and like just. No, just people just don't necessarily. Think. No, they just eat because they have to. I don't know. They just, they don't, they don't necessarily pay attention to like flavors or how it's supposed to be done or. Yeah, we, I mean, we can go down the road of, of macronutrients if we eat, really want to and how to much eat. protein you're getting. But I think that's, there's definitely a set of people out there mm-hmm. that are just throwing food into their mouth. Yeah. But I think what you're trying to get at is, I hope this is what you're trying to get at. 
is thinking of like quality food thinking quality of food, just enjoying food like paying attention to what you're eating and actually genuinely enjoying it because you're more yeah. likely to pay attention to, to what you're eating if you're enjoying your food yeah i think yeah and i think as a foodie that's kind of just your background into food yeah and and you can definitely be indulgent yeah you but, definitely can be yeah do you have anything you want to add on to uh in regards to food no just enjoy it and cook it what do you mean obviously you're gonna cook it I know, but I mean, like, take the time to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we have some sort of enjoyment in cooking some food. And yes. There's obviously a, a social aspect to that as well, yes. too. A lot of our time together is spent cooking. <clears throat> so cook. It's always good to cook your own food. Yeah, learn learn the food and cook it well. Yeah. And cool. enjoy it. And Be exercise with, a little bit. And exercise, obviously, a little bit. So um, to end the podcast, I know it's getting close. Uh for you guys that don't know, uh, it is the Raptors game six tonight. After on the, terrible, terrible On game the game brink five. of elimination. Uh, Al is not supporting the Raptors by not wearing her Raptors tee. So, That's uh, in my purse. I might throw it on. And here I am in my Raptors gear, ready to go. I It, um, it didn't work well for me last game, that t-shirt. It didn't work so. well, but we're going to try. We're going to see what happens tonight. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the game tonight? I know this is going to be already out by then, so... What do you think? Do the Raptors pull it off and win the series, or are they doomed? Well, I don't. I'm I'm a little nervous, but based on last game, I'm a little nervous. But I think I think they'll come out flying. Yeah, I think so because too. they're under pressure. I think so too. I think so too. I think they win tonight. So obviously, this episode is going to be out already. But I think they win tonight, mm-hmm. or the the game's going to be over by now. Yeah. I think Lowry's going to come out seeing red, and he's just going to go off. I think they win tonight, but I also think they lose the series. Probably. Boston is a is a pretty Very formidable team. team, and unfortunately, there's not a lot of guys on that team that are like really, really, really stepping up. So, on the Raptors. On the Raptors, at least. I would. Whereas agree. every I, night it's a different Boston player. Yeah, I don't. I don't see there. There's times where I see the spark of last year's Raptors, but I don't see it going. They're missing the fun guy. But the thing is, they could do it without the fun guy. They just—they're just less consistent. If they all played at their top game, they could do it. So, but they're—they're they're just so not consistent. And for a team to have to be able to score a record-breaking hundred bench points a month ago, yeah, and then the to Nets. now against the Brooklyn Nets, and then <clears throat> to now only score nine points in the first quarter of a playoff game, like. So I can what? talk about that. Because now you need to think of it as the Raptors are facing, obviously, a much better team. Correct. But also a much better prepared team. Correct. And, yes, they're better, but a much better and more flexible defensive team. Right. So think of, like, the average age of the Raptors. Think of the average age of, like, the Celtics. We even joked about Gasol earlier. Mm-hmm. Like he looks slow. He looks clumsy. super slow and clumsy. He looks just out of place I, in the series because I, I, he's just that slow. I feel like the Raptors had these ups and downs last year, but, but Kawhi the filled it in. Yeah, yeah, of course. Kawhi, Kawhi kind of hit it. He all of a sudden like did some crazy stuff, and then all of a sudden we're back in it. Well, whereas this this year we're just we're, we just stay in those funks. Well, remember this is the NBA. There are if you okay, so if you watch hockey. How many stars are there in hockey? Probably 10, 15. Yeah, fair amount. A good amount of stars that can probably carry a team. How many stars do you think not, are in the NBA? Not as many. 
We had so, this conversation the other day. There's like superstars and there's all stars. Did we, we had this conversation. We had this conversation. Yeah. There are like literally like, five, like, maybe six superstars. Yeah, like Lowry's an all star, but he's not a superstar. Yeah. However, the coach of the Boston Celtics said he's probably the most underrated player. Yeah, in, in a sense of for what a team needs. Don't get me wrong. Lowry Kyle Lowry great. is a big all star. And he's fun but to he's, watch. He's fun to watch. He does all the dirty things that a team needs to do. His butt has to hurt by the end of the day because he's always on the floor. His butt has to hurt. But at the same time, I argue his butt is probably the biggest part in his body. So (laughs) Yes, he's like a hockey player. Yeah. Uh, He's got thick legs. Very thick. Yeah. Um, But I think... um, Think of a very athletic defensive team locking down now the number two guy to Kawhi. So... Your focus of your offense would be Siakam. Yeah, who's not playing Who well. last year was the number two who, guy. Who karate kicked someone last who year. Who karate kicked someone. Um, however, now you have a whole team scheming to take him down. last year's number two guy and this year's number one guy away. So now, like, who's going to fill the role of Pascal Siakam last year? And I don't think you have anyone on the team this year. No. So I, I think it's going to be, unfortunately, a bad game seven. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Let's hope so. So, um, as we kind of get ready into the game, uh, I'm going to turn on the camera one more time. Mm-hmm. It's been off. So, obviously, to end this podcast, as you've seen before, I've got something in my little bag of goodies here. And uh, I did promise because uh, I know how you feel with fruity flavors. And you're not a fruity person. I'm not a fruity person. I'm not a sweet or fruity person. That's perfectly fine. I'm a sour and salt person. Salt and tart. Salt, tart, bitter. Mm. I remember the the funny thing about food. We talk about food. Um, You made a pie. Yeah, I made sour cherry pie. Oh, sorry. You wasn't supposed to give that away. That's fine. You're going to give it away anyways. The funny thing is, that's your taste. Love it. My favorite kind of pie. Sour cherry. You hated it. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't hate it. It just wasn't my taste. You didn't go for the second piece. <laughs> yeah, to talk about food. Yeah, I didn't go for the second piece you didn't that go time. For the second piece. But again, to talk about food, like that's the difference between you and I. You have that preference of like, you know, a more of a salty, more savory taste. Yeah. And for me, I have a little more of a sweet Super tooth. Super sweet. So when you indulge, you're gonna indulge in salty, potatoes. savory potatoes. Whereas when I indulge, pasta. pasta uh, yeah, pasta. I can have a big bowl of pasta. I just don't. You definitely could. Um, but I think when I want to indulge, it's going to be a little more sweet. It's going to be like a doughy cookie or like those soft cookies or like a cake. Cake. <sighs> well, you're lucky I'm a baker. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not baking that often. But when you bake sour cherry pies, that doesn't that doesn't ring my bell. So the funny what, thing what's, is... What's your favorite thing I've baked? <laughs> favorite thing you've baked? Oof. I'm trying to think of the sweetest thing that you've ever baked. Nothing's that sweet that I bake. I think there was one time when we went to um, Albion Orchards. Yeah. We came back the same day. And I think that day we actually had some Pizza Nova pizza. And Mm -hmm. it was was one of the first times you introduced me to like the saltiest pizza I've ever had in my life. Although it's extremely good. It is. So for you people that don't know what uh, that pizza was, it was a white pizza with green olives hot soprasata and asiago and, cheese did i say green olives yeah green and olives I- hot, hot soprasata asiago cheese and a white pizza yeah excellent did we brush it thin, with uh, olive crust. oil or something though no. no no 
thin crust and not well done because then it gets like a cracker. No, if you do, uh, yeah, if you're ordering from Pizza Nova, <laughs> if you do thin crust, do not ask for well done because it turns into a cracker. Yeah. Um, then it's not as good. So Just it was warning you. It was that day you introduced me to I think the saltiest pizza I've ever had. However, it was very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had some apples from Albion Orchards that day. I think we went. I kind of sworn we went back to my place, but I think we went no, back to your place. Yeah, if I baked something, it would have been my house. Yeah, so we went back to your place, and you ended up making, with those fresh apples, a fresh apple pie. That's the best thing I made? Yeah, because apples were, like, freshly picked that day. They were, like, as fresh as an apple can get for a pie. It's the most basic thing. I know, but it was, like, the sweetest thing that you'd ever bake. Or, oh, now you're making me think about it. There was a cake. I can't remember where it was. It down. That's true. Um... I can't remember where the cake was or where it was from or or was it what event it was chocolate or vanilla it was I've only made those two you know what so as much of a chocolate person as I am I'm not a massive chocolate person so I appreciate the fact that you baked I think it was like a triple chocolate it was buttercream cake for my birthday it was a chocolate it was a chocolate cake with chocolate fudge frosting yeah it was a very big crowd pleaser <laughs> it was very very indulging it was yes. very good it was very good i like that actual cake better because it's moist more moist than the vanilla cake but anyways now we're getting too technical into baking i think that cake uh there was another cake that you made it was a vanilla buttercream with like lemon lemon uh, curds oh that was really good that is that is generally the best crowd so that's what i made for a bridal shower yeah that was very good which was very scary but that's fine <laughs> um so yeah we'll talk about food uh i introduced obviously something that um I think is important to me and you obviously had some of this before i'm going to test out some kombucha mm-hmm. um, this is a different brand and because of you and your lack of fruitiness and sweetness i had to pick one of the most boring kombuchas out there probably the best uh it's we'll see we'll see so it's the brew doctor ginger lemon Ooh. it's a brand new one um I gave this one to Colleen, a different brand or this brand, but uh, different this flavor. different flavor. Yeah. So um, I'm going to see if you can actually twist this off because and I probably can. It's a little wet. Oh, there you go. Fine. <laughs> if but you can't open it. Yeah, I guess so. So obviously um, you've been drinking some of this with me. Um, what are your thoughts on kombucha? What do you think about it? Is it I, weird? I like it. I actually do enjoy it. I've only ever had ginger. <laughs> That's fine. Because I will only ever try ginger because everything else is fruity and oh, i can frick, I forgot to shake it oh anyways can't. um but i can even just smell the other ones that you've had and i'm like Gah. <laughs> so so what about ginger, the smell of the other ones it's just anything fruity i just can't do it oh okay oh like what was the worst one the peach probably that's probably <laughs> one of the worst flavors that and banana are the two worst flavors for me i Take can't a sniff of that one tell me what you think this one smells interesting Lemony. It smells very lemony. So I offer you a glass. Right up my alley. I offer you a glass. Cheers. Thank you for coming on my podcast. Cheers. I know we talked a lot about food, and that's kind of what we, we enjoy doing. It's a little scary doing this, but <laughs> I hope people didn't find did me it. too boring. But you did it. You did, did it. Um, I hope you enjoy the kombucha. It is the Brew Doctor Ginger Lemon. Let me know what you think about it. It smells very citrusy, but I have a feeling it's just going to be like a good ginger. Mm. very carbonated it is very carbonated a bit of a kick downed it um what's that you just downed it no i still got a lot left i sip you gulp as is the way we eat you go little i go big 
Yep. You don't want pie, I go to slices. Yep. <laughs> so it's very good. It's very good. It's honestly really, really good. I don't mind this one. Um, you've definitely had some other kombuchas from mine that I've tried before. Have you tried ever the uh, curcumin one or the turmeric? No, but that that I would probably try because it's more of a spice than a yeah. It's very it's, spicy. It's very bitey. I like spicy. Very bitey. Um. So yeah, thank you for coming to the podcast. Thanks for having um, me. For you guys that don't know, this was a lot of work to get Alexandra to talk about it. Um, in a good way well, and in a bad way. I didn't really think I had much to talk about, but you told me that I did. So I hope I fulfilled your you did, and I think podcasting you, expectations. You did, and I think you bring a different perspective to the podcast. That obviously this is what this is all about. This is about different perspectives, learning from different people that mm-hmm. have a different experience. Yeah. Um, because again, not everyone's gonna want to be at the gym like myself five or six days a week. No. Not everyone's gonna want to try, you know, an Olympic lifting session. Like everyone's gonna have a different level of where they're at. Correct. And to have someone speak about it. Um, not necessarily in a 15 minute or 15 second Instagram clip or in a really quick picture, but like for someone to actually talk about some of those things that you have done, mm-hmm. it's extremely important to learn from someone that's actually done that before. So um, in regards to the Instagram accounts that you've shared, uh, I'm going to post those, share them with the people. But again, which one would you say is your favorite one? I go through phases. Yep. So if you I ask think me, that's important too. Yeah. If you because you can't me, do something forever and no. think you're getting any better at it. If you asked me two months ago, I would have said yoga with Adrian. Um, and right now I've been doing the one Instagram Pilates one. That what was I, your name again? You keep asking this. <laughs> I feel bad. Um, hold on. I always keep forgetting. I'm terrible. I'm a horrible name. I do not remember names. Um. <laughs> So I think again, I think it's important because if you're someone that wants to get active and don't have very much at home, follow. Yes. What's your name? Yujin Choi Pilates. Yujin Choi Pilates. She does things with resistance bands and some body weight things. Yeah. Which is good. And the body weight ones, don't underestimate them. They're hard. No, they're very, very hard. And honestly, uh, some of the things that I've seen them do, I do not even want to attempt to do. Yes, I've fallen over. Because I'll look, I'll look like an idiot. Yes. Yeah. But it's very satisfying when you do it. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm sure I'll walk away from this in about an hour and be like, "Bah, I should have said that." But it's that's okay. okay. That's what I do all the time. So before we leave it and before we end it, yes, we've had some kombucha. Share if you can, and I did this with Colleen. Share three things that you wish someone can walk away with us whether or not they're like the beginner the intermediate the advanced share three things that you think you can you know encourage someone to do three things three things hate when i'm asked this (laughs) um one which is my biggest thing is just do something active in a day that was a big one you talked about in the car whether it's, it's um organized like structured exercise or not just get moving yeah or even a walk after dinner just a walk could be literally anything which just we have thought about many times about. many times you do not as active as you are you refuse to walk it's shocking i don't like walking after dinner anyways i don't like number, feeling the food move around number two anywho number two um would be don't I guess the dieting piece is always a big thing that we talk about is the extreme dieting is like, look at how realistic it is in the long run, I would say. And if it, if you can actually maintain it. Yeah. 
and if you and can actually sustain it, sustain it, maintain it, and and continue to enjoy your day to day life with this with a specific diet. Yeah. Um, if not, find ways on how to make it more functional and find the balance in your days. Yeah. Um, be happy with it. Be happy with it. Be enjoy happy life. with that that nutrition or that food choice you want to make. Yeah. Number three, I don't know if I have a third, but in general, I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but just in general, just enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that's... I, we, we touched on work a couple times in this, and I, the last couple of years I've worked with patients, and I'm like... <clears throat> Oh my god! Like, like if if we don't enjoy what we're doing when we're young into our middle ages, like wh- what, what are we doing? What There's are we no doing? purpose to this. Yeah. Even patients that I've had who are young who end up with whatever disease they have, and even a pa- patient actually said to us, like, he worked constantly, didn't have a partner, never got married, never had kids. He made so much money because he worked constantly, and he's like, now he has a specific prognosis he says what's it for yeah he has all this money but so, nothing to do with it or no one to share it with exactly so i say my third thing unrelated to really what we mostly talked about but just enjoy life but it ties into the first two where it's just be active and stay as functionally healthy as you can while also maintaining your balance with eating and not not trying to stick to these strict dieting that makes it stressful from day to day or rigid lifestyle or choices rigid lifestyle that that limits what you do with with your friends or family or whatever just enjoy life yeah yeah i think those are three important points to share so again thank you for coming to the podcast cheers hope, hope you enjoy the ginger lemon i actually really do yeah, there you I'm go i'm gonna finish this bottle thank you no problem